Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Premier League Daily from Sports Social. Hello and welcome to Premier League Daily. We're going to be talking about everything going on in the world's greatest football league very shortly, including Wan-Bissaka joining Manchester United, Wolf Sahar going somewhere, Marcus Rashford's brand new contract at Manchester United and some furious transfer activity from Southampton as well. I'm Jim Salverson. I've got Nar McCorn here. Hello, Jim. Adam Brown here. Hello. Joe McGrath here Hello. as well. Uh, we're going to start with you, Joe, because you're a Manchester United fan. Yeah. Manchester United are making some new signings. The signings that the fans have been craving, you might say. Young, hungry players. And starting with Aaron Wambasaka from Crystal Palace for 50 million quid. Is he the man that United need? I think Wambasaka will be a good signing for United. I mean, his development as a player will come hopefully through learning by other good players. But at the minute, we don't have many good players. So uh, you wonder then, like, if, if this man who, who is coming in, he's young, he's hungry. You know, when we brought in the Class of 92, which people are looking back at, we had a lot of players that the Class of 92 could learn from and actually, you know, not only gauge like their respect, but these these youngsters for the Class of 92 looked up to these idols and, and they were a team that were winning trophies and they were a team that uh, sort of set an amazing example and the Class of 92 went on and uh, showed them what they could do uh, when they uh, they sort of moved on and now you've got Wan-Bissaka if he was all building the class of 92 what's he, what's he going to do what come six again like it's not going to be he hasn't got them role models I don't believe in I mean, but it. I still believe he will become a, a good player for United is he going to learn off Ashley Young I do you know what I mean like what are we going to do oh, yeah, Ashley Young you know just just copy what Phil Jones is doing mate he'll do alright it's not it's not going to be the case is it hopefully the, uh, Solskjaer will, will look after him and and the training and the just playing for Man United hopefully just brings him to that next level. It's a good point because you've got Wambasaka coming in. You had Daniel James coming in as well. These are all young players. Sean uh, Longstaff from Newcastle is another young player, but there aren't those elder statesmen. You haven't got that Roy Keane who is going to bring through those young players. Do United need to be looking at those older players, those people with more experience now, to 
play alongside the next generation of United. I mean, you look at uh, so I mean, even the, the the players that we hold as some of United's greats, uh, Rashford signing a new deal. I'm sure we'll get on to that. Even he is a is a young man, and he holds what the passion to be. F- a player for United is all about. You can see that in him when he plays, he wants to play. But he's he's still a young man. Like if we're looking for Rashford to bring in the sort of like the courage that he needs to be a United player, you know, there's a lot of more pressure on his shoulders then. So I don't know who can can be that kind of man. I thought Herrera before we let him go could uh, could have been that desired midfielder that could have showed Daniel James how to really give it for United. Mamata understands the the club, but is he the sort of aggressive Roy Keane character you need? No, he's a nice, friendly Spanish man. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be that kind of... But we have signed him for a couple of years, and I do believe that the the per- player who knows United the most and gets what playing for United is about is Juan Mata. So I'm not expecting him to be on the pitch as much, but I am expecting him to be there in a sort of this is what it feels like to play for United, and I will teach you, and I will go with you as the games go on uh, so maybe that is a one matter style role here's an interesting one does it have to be a player though I mean can Oli Gunnar Solskjaer not do be that, that, yeah. that person yeah, is Solskjaer that what he's brought in to do can he not do that with Juan Bissaka for example you know someone who understands the club at the top of the club Oli Gunnar Solskjaer might be that figure who's you know, going to be able to bring these young players through is that is that not part of the thinking from the top of the club when they employed him you know but <laughs> you know I mean the, the back end of last season showed that you can have someone <laughs> who, who who loves the club but maybe can't deliver for the club right now I am not going into the season with uh, high hopes I'm going to season realistically until we make some well, maybe half decent centre back signings. I mean, we'll probably get one in this summer. Midfielder, um, right midfielder, a midfielder, striker, goalkeeper. <laughs> well, apparently, we don't need a striker now. We've signed Rashford on a couple year deal. I don't know what's going to happen with these youngsters. Are they going to just start? Are they going to be in the start at eleven straight away? That is the difficulty, and that is the decision that Oligon Associates have to made. And by spending forty-five million on Wambasaka, he's clearly already made that decision. And I do believe he'll, he'll start. I do want to talk about Rashford and his new contract in a minute, but before we get onto that, let's look at this from the other side because Palace have lost one of their shining lights. And on the phone, we've got Dan from HLTCO, which is a Palace Twitter account, a website, a general in the know. Hi, Dan. You're right. Hey, mate. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Cheers, mate. So, 50 million quid from Aaron Wambasaka. Is that a good deal from your point of view, or is it a player you would have rather held on to? I mean, in an ideal world, obviously, you'd like to keep hold of your best players for as long as possible. Um, on the basis of the fee that we're receiving, it's very, very difficult to say that we shouldn't be taking it. Um, I think I saw a statistic the other day that he started 46 or 47 games for us, and we've got pretty much that in terms of millions for him. So, you know, within 18 months of making his debut, to get that amount of money, you can't really turn it down, especially when the player himself is obviously keen to move. But as I say, it's it's not something we were necessarily looking to do when the summer began, but circumstances sort of dictate that it's difficult to stand in a player's way when Manchester United make it so clear they want him and he's had such a meteoric rise. So, What can United expect from him as a player? It's tricky because... I mean, he started, basically, the only reason he got into the Palace first team in the first place was because we ended up with a situation where we didn't have any first-choice right-backs that were fit. And he'd initially been a striker and a winger on the right, but because of the fact that we've got players like Andros Townsend and Wilfred Zaha already in the side, the youth coaches said to him, look, you're not feasibly going to get much of a chance to start for us in the Premier League, given what we've got. So he sort of converted to a right-back out of necessity for his own career, if you see it that way. And then he's ended up being put into the side and just hit the ground running to an extent where 
no one could really believe it. It does going sound forward, like Ashley Young, Joe. Nobody's got a Uno. But like in terms of attacking, it's not that he hasn't got the potential to become what United need going forward. Defensively, there's no doubt that he's incredible. One-on-one, I've seldom seen anyone better in terms of tackling, in terms of reading of the situation defensively. And he puts that down to the fact that he used to be a winger. But going forward, I'm not sure if if he's got what it takes to be on the front mm. foot the way he's likely to have to play at United from the off. With that money, you say it's a good fee from uh, Crystal Palace's perspective. How do you see him reinvesting that money? Because it's going to be quite hard to attract players well, in general. Do it? you see them reinvesting it? Yeah, I think it would be it would be an impossible spin from our chairman to to get that size of fee for Aaron and then not reinvest. Maybe not all of it because obviously you know wages etc. Club of our size, it's not like you're going to go like for like. We're going to put forty five million straight back into the squad, but I'd expect us to spend upwards of 30 not necessarily on a direct replacement because obviously getting a right back of that caliber is not something we can necessarily look to do but in terms of the overall spend i would expect us to spend at least 30 of it on a right back another midfielder potentially another striker but it's difficult to know the names at the moment because there's so many different stories being floated about carl jenkinson's the one i've seen who's still yeah. who apparently is still a thing five yeah, million quid from Arsenal where, where is, he, to... is he still at Arsenal yeah still well you could maybe What's maybe get a there? swap for uh, Zaha as well oh, yeah. that's, they that's what Arsenal it. fans have been saying to us they're, 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 just, just give us just give us Will and we'll give you Jenkinson and 30 million it's just pathetic <laughs> to be perfectly honest mate I think 40 million quid Arsenal have bid for Wilfred Zaha I mean if you sat there in the pub as a Palace fan you sat there at home checking your Twitter and you see that come through you've just got to chuckle to yourself haven't you well, everything about it is just laughable, to be honest. It's almost like they're in 2008 still. <laughs> like, the, the thing with it is, with, Man- with Manchester United still with us and Wilf, we I think we've got to give them 20% of whatever fee we get yeah, to Wilf if do, he yeah. goes. Mm. On that basis, and bear in mind that 40 million apparently is staged and staggered over three or four years of instalments. So it's not even like they're going to give us 40 million straight up. It's 8 million, 10 million, 8 million, etc. Yeah. So we'd end up getting initially about 12 million quid for Wilf. It's just, I mean, mm. when you consider how important he is to us and the fact that Aaron has just gone for five million more than the overall bids, it's just <laughs> pathetic that they're even doing it. What do you think about the reports coming out that Wilf won't play for, for Palace again? He's kind of holding the club to ransom. Do you believe all of that stuff? I think that it's, it's a tricky one to say for sure because obviously I'm not in Wilf's head and I don't know specifically what he thinks. But I like to think that we as Palace fans know him pretty well and... When it all boils down to it, Wilf just loves playing football. There's a, there's a lot of people around Wilf that, whether they've got his best interest at heart, whether they haven't, they like to do the best by him financially and career-wise, and it's ended up with him signing a five-year deal on 120 grand a week, which is great. But I think when it comes down to it, unless he puts in an official transfer request, which I don't see him doing because he respects the club too much to do that, mm. He won't sit there and refuse to play because it's just not in his nature. Mm. If, you, if you know anything about him, he loves to play football week in, week out. And if you take that ability away from him and he has to sit there on a the bench, he's not the sort of person that will sulk for a year. Um, whether or not it ends up with us selling, the problem with it is we'd, we'd ask for at least 80 million because that's what Premier League football is worth. And as far as we're concerned, that is what he gives us. Mm. So... Whether or not anyone's going to pay that is another matter. Is he ready for that step up now, Dan? Because we saw at United, we're here in Manchester, Joe would have seen him in a United shirt. 
he didn't really cope with the big move that everyone thought he was ready to. And he's a few years old now. He's 26 now. He's not quite the youngster he's developed as a player. But anyone who's seen him playing in a Palace shirt thinks he's mustard. Yet it didn't work at United. Can it work at Arsenal or whatever big club is prepared to pay that £80 million price tag? I think that he's a different player now to the one who went to United for a number of different reasons. Um, Technically, he's improved physicality-wise. He's a lot stronger. It's a lot more difficult to knock off the ball. But really, the main issue that stopped him being a success at United, in my opinion, was the fact that he was a young lad who moved away from home before he was probably ready to. Um, He was up there by himself um, and just, I think he struggled with the adapting to that whole way of life. So if he was to move, and he is still very much tied to South London, so I don't see that he would necessarily want to move out of London itself. He's got a son who he loves to spend time with and I don't think they have any plans to move their son out of London. So really, if you look at the clubs that could feasibly get him, I would suggest it's between Tottenham, Chelsea and Arsenal. And I don't see Arsenal or Tottenham paying the sort of money that would be needed to sign him. So really, the only one feasibly that I can see stumping up the cash in a year when their transfer bans over is Chelsea. Um, whether or not they do that or not is up to them, obviously. I'm not sure they necessarily need a player of his type, but I don't personally see it working out anywhere else. Dan, cheers for your time, mate. Thank you very much for cheers, coming Dan. on. Cheers, mate. Dan from HLTCO, the Palace Twitter account and website and podcast and loads of stuff, knows his Palace stuff. Right, here's a prediction for you boys. Go on. Zahar to Arsenal. It's going to happen at some point, but Arsenal need to raise money. means Aubameyang <laughs> is going to go to Liverpool because Klopp and Aubameyang, they've got that heritage in Germany. And Liverpool are going to sell... I was going to say they're going to sell Mo Salah to Real Madrid, but I don't think it's going to happen now. I think it's going to be Mane that leaves Liverpool and goes to Madrid. When was the last Three. prediction you got right? There was one, 2002. I remember it well, I remember it well. Do you know what, it could all work out that. Do you know what, it's mad because it, it just as soon as one transfer starts, it triggers a whole exactly. kind of yeah. thing. Like, there is it? a chain. It's like buying a house, where you get the chain for buying a house. It's the same with football transfers. Yeah. You do get sort of a... You check them for uh, rising damp. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think I'll be renting for a while. Mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You do get links uh, between, t- between different targets. I just think, I worry for Palace. If they lose Zaha and Aaron Wan-Bissaka, they need to be thinking about yeah. are they going to stay up in the Premier League next and as Dan season. That's, that. that's the yeah. concern as, as for Dan me. Dan hinted that you might have fifty million quid to spend on a player, but can Palace attract a fifty million pound player yeah. to the well, club? It's he, a completely different question. And like he was talking about Zaha, you know, eighty million quid's what they want, but that's the value of Premier League football these days. Yeah. But that'll be the same for Palace looking in markets elsewhere, looking in markets abroad. Yeah. There'll be other clubs in Europe going, All right, if you want to sign our player, then you need to stump up your forty, fifty, sixty million because mm. they know that you're a Premier League club, they know that you're gonna be slightly deeper in the pocket and um you know they they might be able to try and squeeze a bit more cash out of you and who do they sign realistically who who could they sign you know unless they're gonna i mean obviously you can pick a gem out from the the dutch league or the french league or whatever but premier league players who's going to want to go to palace great respect for palace but you know what i mean realistically Mm. they're going to probably get a Carl Jenkinson or you know somebody who's out of favour at a, a bigger club I so could see him potentially difficult. using the money on wages and going for a Gary Cahill or going for an Andy Carroll that's out yeah. of contract yeah. it'll cost them quite a lot in weekly wages but there's a free transfer mm, I, th- there. I think maybe as well on the Chelsea thing you know you talk about Cahill I mean they, they could look at maybe loaning some of the players that Chelsea have got so maybe that's, that's an option there but it's a tough one for Palace and it's something they're going to have to think about we're going to take a little break now we're going to come back and talk about Marcus Rashford his brand new contract at Manchester United keeping him there for another four years. We're also going to talk about Southampton, who have made some decent signings in this transfer window. That's coming up on Premier League Daily. 
Premier League Daily from Sports Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss an episode. Premier League Daily from Sports Social. Right, let's move on to Marcus Rashford, who has committed himself to Manchester United to 2023. Signed a deal that is somewhere between £100,000 a week and £300,000 a week, depending which paper you read. (laughs) £200,000 is the average there, and it seems like the most credible source. That's what the BBC and whatnot are reporting. People seem weirdly upset by the fact Marcus Rashford has signed a new contract, Joe. I think it's just about the, the money that he would be getting, say, £200,000 uh, for the first couple of years. Oh, what are you going to say? I just don't get it. Why, why, don't, why don't you get it? I don't get it because it's That's not, a lot of money. Yeah, but it's not your money. Yeah, but, it's yeah, the but, owner's money. And the, the the problem with the Glazers is they don't spend enough money or they don't care about the club. Why do fans no, care? Right, so I'll tell you what paid. fans care because when, when it comes to it, and you know, not football is the nine-minute game, but then when you go online after and you get defeat and you are done and Twitter is just a rub with, look at Sanchez, he's paid a quarter of a million pounds for him a week. Uh, and they give us stick. Well, if Rashford doesn't perform, all we're going to get is stick about how much you pay him a week. And that looked bad on us then. And we don't have any comeback well, for that. All right, Rashford not scored in six games. We've paid him about a million quid since that time. Do you know what I mean? Like that's what is wrong with what the do you do? wages. Do you pay him the money? Do you pay him two hundred grand, or do you not pay him that, and he goes somewhere else? Well, that, I don't, that's I don't know if he will go somewhere else. Of course he will. I mean, I mean, who would buy him first, and how much do you think he got? Because I, I realistically Why don't think he's, he's as good as a player. He might not. He might not be, but he's a young English striker. He's not many about, and top teams are going to go for him. Why 100%. do United fans criticise Rashford for not scoring enough goals? He's 21. He's a victim of being too good when he first came onto yeah, the scene yeah. and he did really well. He's increased the amount of goals he's scored every single season. He's been played out of position for a load of those games. What did he score last season? Was it 10? Well, he scored, uh, I think, the most goals for someone aged 21 and under in the Premier League, La Liga and Serie A. So, Apart from because well, we've seen apart from Luka Jovic in the Bundesliga, no one, no one, twenty-one or under scored more goals than Rashford last season. We've seen it in before. Those we He's had, not scoring enough. We had <laughs> uh, we had Yanazai and he was going to be the new Messiah. We had Welbeck, <laughs> oh, and he was a young Manchester striker. Chris now Eagles, him, Chris Eagles, he was collecting his money. Friends. Do you know what I mean? We've seen it before. Class at Burnley. And Class at Burnley. <laughs> I think the he only thing that's made Rashford a bit better is because obviously his wonderful start at the club. I mean, I, I will obviously loves to see him play for United mm. just the amount of money for I, I mean I wouldn't mind if it was say 100 grand for the first couple of years and if you prove yourself it's a four year deal for me but he doesn't need bit, to do he doesn't need to of course to he needs to prove it. himself now <laughs> yeah 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 if he's, if he's earning 200 grand a week you, you yeah, step now up now you step up I get the frustration the reason I asked a question about the wages is because the, the team I support we had so many financial problems that you kind of concern yourself with what people are getting paid because you know it might damage the club United are in no danger of that so I do wonder sometimes why fans worry so much about what a player is being paid okay yeah mm. maybe it's because you could invest that money somewhere else and yeah. get a Get better performances. Is that kind of the frustration there? Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, there's the one Makeda. Do you remember Makeda? Makeda, Makeda, Oberton. Let's not yeah, mention. Yeah. Him. I saw him play for Cardiff, Makeda, and he looks oh, so overweight. Oh man, <laughs> I'm just. I was just concerned that the money might go to his head, and we do get a lot of stick for for just throwing money about willy nilly in terms of wages. Uh, and with the Sanchez one causing so much stir, I thought there might have been, let's just hold back a bit on how much we give him. Oh, we don't really know if it's set in stone how much we're giving him, but we've not. We've just thrown a bit of money at him and we've just gone, right, stay at the club for four years. Hopefully, you know, as a United fan, he does go out and deliver on the pitch because that's what I want to see. I want to see him scoring goals. But then if he's not, and we, in a couple of years' time, realise that we've 
paid him 200 grand a week and we've got nothing from him you might look and think why don't we just buy an experienced striker mm. because here's the thing we need goals mm. United haven't scored goals in such a long time like I mean talking proper goals I mean we haven't had a player to score 20 in a season for a very long time Van Nistelrooy sort of player you think yeah right? we yeah. need a player to bag them goals and we haven't really got that I would have spent a bit more money on getting someone who's just going to put the ball in the back of the net over the next couple of seasons uh, steady the ship and then hopefully Rashford but learns but is that not what Lukaku was yeah, for yeah that's though? the thing Lukaku, he's not doing it get yeah, rid but the, it's because of the, surely it's because of the system that they're playing Lukaku's going to score 20 goals a season if he's in the right and system it, and if he, goes, he if he goes to Inter on loan he'll score 30 goals no, a season he won't. in Serie A no, he, he won't. I'm no, he won't. He won't. No, he won't. You don't I think, think so? Yeah, no, he won't. If you, if you, play, if you play to his strengths, he's going to score goals. He won't. Man. He's uh, only a football he's manager. He's not FIFA. for this. He's not scoring 30 or goals. Lukaku will score 30 no, goals we in, in Serie next No, season. we wouldn't. Let's not be Interestingly daft. about Rashford, though, um, the 200 grand a week thing, it is quite interesting because what... So Wan-Bissaka's how old? Are they roughly the same age? Yeah, 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 both twenty-one. So he, and what's he getting? Eighty grand a week, apparently. Yeah. So why is Rashford on two hundred grand a week? All right, he's played a few more seasons than Wan-Bissaka, but it is a lot of money for someone he's that age. Goals win your football matches. Yeah, but he's not scoring any. He's scoring more yeah, than twenty. Scored, right. 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 But so we need more. All right, Just because we're going to double his wages doesn't mean. All right, you double the wages, right? I'll score more goals then, shall I? Yeah. No, that's not how it works. You've played for Man United, you score goals. But your Just because you double your wages doesn't mean. Now he's going to automatically score but 20 in this goals season. Are, he scores some goals. Why did he score more last season? Score any goals. But Why? your suggestion in terms of getting him to play, score more goals is bring another striker in and don't play him. If you want him to score goals, you need to play him in his his preferred position up front rather than on the side otherwise he's never going to I tell you why we need to bring another strike in is to steady the ship we have another season where Rashford is being tested oh let's see if he's alright up front for every game in the Premier League oh let's see if he's alright because that's what we need to finish sixth again no we need a striker who's actually going to come in and put the ball in the back of the net that's what we needed this season do you think he'll ever be that striker who'll get you 25-30 goals a season well let's just put it this way when Sir Alex Ferguson needed a striker to put the ball in the back of the net to win his final Premier League he went out there and he got a steal to be fair for, uh, for Van Persie and what did he do he absolutely yeah. Yeah. nailed it he put the ball in the back of the net because that was missing what's been missing since Van Persie's left was Rooney's <laughs> left was goals in the back yeah, of the net Lukaku, let's just give Rashford yeah, but, he's not really proving himself as a goal scorer let's hope he does it just because we doubled his wages but they've tried that because Lukaku was banging the goals in for Everton and they did that and they paid what 75 million for him and yeah. he's coming he's not been alright United fans aren't happy with him. He's scored goals though, hasn't he? But yeah, he's he been, he, you know, his yeah. style of play has been questioned and whatever, and his commitment or whatever. But that's they've done that. They've got a proven goal scorer in Lukaku. They've bought him for seventy five million. He's coming. It's not worked. So. Get Shane Longin. Yeah. There's something very strange at United at the moment with the fan base at United. There's something weird going on. The criticism that they throw on every single player. Ashley Young, you mentioned it earlier. Joe turned up to pre-season training with a box of Uno under his arm. No, I'm not. And I'm he gets not. Slagged I'd, off by the fans. It's no, he's the not standard, taking it seriously because the standard's so high. You know, of Uno. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some great players. Great players. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? Like, it's because now it's, it's, it's an alien concept for a lot of United fans, especially for a certain age. United fans have only ever known success. So when you're yeah. not getting that, it is frustrating. Try being a City fan. <laughs> where now it's great, but in the nineties, growing up in Manchester, mm. not not as Easy. I'm just saying, right, the final thing Rashford, I'm not slagging him off. I really want him to go out there and score a load of goals. I just think the money might have been looked at a bit more wisely and just steady the ship. If we have a season, I mean, watch this. I mean, you know how brutal football 
Liverpool fans are. If we have a season this season where Rashford doesn't put the ball in the back of the net and we we don't get in top four, but yet he is our main striker. Mm. He'll t- people will turn on him. I don't want that. I want him to have a bit more time learning his graft. And then when he's like, what, 23, 24, when he's coming into his peak at the 25, 26 range, he knows he can bag goals for United. But now the pressure is all on him. The pressure is all on a 21-year-old lad who loves to play for his club. But if he don't score a goal, his head's going to be down. And and that's the that is it. That's the ment- mentality of him because I know he loves United. And if he's not bagging and and he, he's he's getting that money, he, he, his confidence is going to drop. And that we'll see throughout the whole season. I think Joe's just got back from a week in Croatia where he's been on holiday, relaxing, and all that tension, aggro <laughs> 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 is just. <laughs> flooded back into his body so let's move on let's talk about Southampton because as you said Niall goals are worth (laughs) money and your favourite team Niall's a Portsmouth fan your favourite team Southampton Mm. have invested a decent amount of money 20 million quid on Danny Ings from Liverpool he was on loan last season they've made the deal permanent 20 million quid guess how much Liverpool paid for Danny Ings was it like 7 back in 2015 not bad it was 8 million quid which just shows you how the transfer market's changed but is that 18 million quid well spent Uh, I don't know my concern for Danny Ings is whether his body is is going to be able to hold out he had a long period on the sidelines with injury at Liverpool he was obviously very good at Burnley in a certain style but I think the way that Ralph Hasenhutl wants to play at Southampton is slightly different to to what Sean Dyche plays at Burnley I think Burnley are due a windfall as well I think 20% so they'll get about 2 million quids worth out of that or or 4 million corner flag there or something Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah, we'll get you we'll get you nothing but as you know like you say goals are what win your football matches and that's why strikers are the most expensive commodities in in modern football I mean Mm. they always will be you'll always see the, the best players in the world will cost you the most money because they're the ones who score goals and that's how you win games it's as simple as that it's very a Spartan assessment, but it's just the way it is. Uh, I think it's interesting as well because I think they they know they need to score more goals next season to keep yeah. them up in the Premier League because they... I'm shocked, and I'm not just saying this because I'm, I'm a bit of Portsmouth fan, but I'm actually shocked that there were three worse teams in Southampton last year because I thought they were awful. And that's not well, they, that's certainly the first half of the season. That's with a, that's with obviously slight bias being a Pompey fan, but they were pretty poor last year. Um, and I think they were quite lucky that Cardiff, Huddersfield, and Fulham were the worst teams in them last season, really, because I think any other season um, with a bit more competition down there, Southampton would very easily have been sucked into that relegation zone. So they've bought Che Adams as well, bringing him in from Birmingham City. So they've They've bought two attacking players. What is interesting for me is what does that mean for their other attacking players? Mm. Joe mentioned Shane Long somewhat jokingly, but I mean, is he on his way out? I know Charlie Austin is, is probably going to leave the club 29, but again, concerns over his fitness. But he is a, is a, a proven goal scorer in both the Championship and he can bag you goals in the Premier League as or well. So Could bag you goals. Could I mean, bag you goals again. Since he's been a regular goal scorer. Same with Shane Long. He always yeah. looks like he's yeah. full of goals until he only... needs a new contract, and then he'll score five and six. <laughs> yeah, because that's what all that's what all footballers do. But there are, there are some bargains in inverted commas to be had in the Premier League I mean Charlie Austin is he worth a gamble he's probably going to cost the same as what Danny Ings cost maybe a five six seven million but you know it can he's you keep him fit player Sa- now, same as Andy Carroll can you keep him fit so that's the thing I think the exciting transfer is Che Adams from Birmingham I think if you're a Southampton fan particularly it's never that exciting having those permanent loan moves change around isn't it you've got a player on loan for a season you get him on a full-time contract it's not that exciting but Che Adams 22 goals last season in the championship was nominated for player of the championship he's young he's fast 15 million quid that's a snip uh what you like you say is he played in the Premier League before so I mean I, I don't know the ins and outs of Che Adams but I mean think that that's a risk you take isn't it um championship clubs can command those sorts of fees these days 
I think they know that they, they need to stay up in the Premier League. It's as simple as that. I think gone is the time where they keep selling their top stars to, uh, to, to big clubs like Liverpool. So I think they, they need to think about how to cement themselves mm. in the Premier League because they've been close to the drop for the last couple of seasons and I think going down for them will be pretty disastrous. So Che Adams is an interesting one. It's very much a wait and see for him. Yeah. Championship and Premier League, they're two completely different leagues, although they're both very competitive. Look at Billy Sharp at Sheffield United. Bags of goals for Sheffield United in the Championship. Can he do it in the Premier League? Who knows? I think it's interesting that they've also let Matt Target leave for Aston Villa for around 17, 18 million quid that could be, which means they're putting their faith in Ryan Bertrand to play left yeah. back, which means they have got a great team in about 2014. Yeah, exactly. Well, Danny got, Ings and Ryan Bertrand. I've got, <laughs> it's like brilliant. Um, I've got a list of players here that, that Southampton have basically said are up for sale. So Charlie Austin, Fraser Forster, Cedric, Hoyt, Clasi, Lamina, Buffal and Carrillo are all available for sale. So 50 million quid's worth of trading in one day for, for Southampton. So, you know, they're, they're making a statement there. That, but, mm. you know, with a bloated squad, they're going to need to trim that somehow. Let's wrap up with some transfer rumours. I want you boys to play a little game. So I want you to rate these three transfer rumours out of ten. Ten is nailed on it's going to happen. One is not a chance. It's never going to happen, OK? Mm. Yeah. Yep. So we talked about it early. Manchester United looking to sign Newcastle United's Sean Longstaff. 21 years old, £25 million. It's been rumoured for about a week. Daily Star is reporting it's going to happen very soon. Daily, Daily Star. Yeah, Daily Star. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, can we do halves? 4.5. Four, well, okay, got, five then. We'll round it up. Well on the fence, Noel. Okay, well, only because, Not committing only because Rafa's gone, he's gone to China now, he's signed a deal, long stuff, they can cash in on him. United need players. Newcastle, Mike Ashley, they love a bit of cash. They might well sell him for 35, 40 million quid. However, Longstaff's just come back from a reasonable injury. He's been out for four months. He loves Newcastle. He's a Newcastle lad. I think he'll stay, but that's why I've gone on the fence there because I do think it's a 50-50. Adam? Yeah, I think uh, I think Rafa going plays a big part in it. Um, I don't know. I mean, that, that kind of fee for a guy who's, what, how many games has he played in the Premier League? Do you reckon? He was on loan at Blackpool last season and very nearly came to us at Portsmouth. Before, Ra- yeah. before Rafa pulled the plug. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, five, players, five or six. Players United, have one good season, and that's it, isn't it? Well, yeah, but United need players, so I'd say maybe higher than what Niall said. Six, I'd want to say for that. Joe, four. Four. Right, so we're not <laughs> we're not having that one. Don't that don't tell him how much wages. Do you want him, Joe? Yeah, would, you, yeah. would you take him at United? Uh, no, no. Okay. Liverpool, Dejan Lovren <laughs> off to AC Milan. Apparently, uh, according to the mirror, eight, eight. I can see that happening in seven. All right, I'll pop people on that one. And finally, another Manchester United one. Wissam Ben Yedda, 28 years old from La Liga. Could he be the answer to United's goal-scoring problems? You said you wanted a striker, Joe. Is that the man it's going to be? Do you know what? I, I would I'd be interested to see what the fee would be surrounding him, bringing him to Old Trafford. If it's extortionate, because like you say, the Premier League clubs do get charged a lot, then maybe I'll... Oh, yeah, I'll have him nine. It doesn't feel like a United. Are you are you like rating him at a ten? Are you rating the, the actual likelihood oh, of the chance for giving him a shirt? <laughs> Both. Is there any um, kind of speculation on what the fee is, Jim? On that? No, not that I've heard. But is he 28, 20, 28, yeah, 29 at the start of the season. He scored around forty goals across three seasons, which is a pretty decent return. But he's also, forty goals over three seasons. But he's also five foot seven. He's not, he's not the most muscly chap in the world in a very physical league in the Premier League. Got a lot um, of goals against the lesser teams. You like replace, in the replace Lukaku with Ben Yedda. I don't think that's I don't think that's a goer. I'm gonna go three. Lukaku and Ben Yedda. 
traditional big man little man you don't yeah. see the big man little man anymore do you no it never you happens anymore that no Bring I, I, I can see that little man <laughs> i can see that actually happening though me because i do think they're going to get another striker in united i do think they are going to uh, and if they can get a decent fee i can see him being the sort of player that we might go for so i reckon about a seven does, does score a truckload of goals to be fair to him but I'm just like worry say, about adapting to the he scored a lot of them against lesser teams in the early rounds of the champions leagues against like Capo del Rey in the Spanish second division teams and whatnot. Yeah. So here you go. 38 league goals in 91 league appearances for Sevilla since 2016. Only four caps for France. Mm. He's a bags man, but he doesn't get into the national A bags team. man? He's not, he's <laughs> That's not, a good he's, phrase. He's not, he's, he's, he's not better than Griezmann, is he? <laughs> he's a bags man. Well. Right, boys, thank you very much. That's it for Premier League Daily. We'll be back very soon with another episode. Don't forget to subscribe because during the football season we'll be bringing you these shows every single day of the season. The only podcast that does that and the best way to keep abreast of all the Premier League news. Click subscribe however you listen to podcasts and we'll see you next time. Premier League Daily from Sports Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss an episode. The Manchester Football Social is evolving. You'll still be able to get all the latest opinions and news on Manchester United and City. But now as part of a daily Premier League podcast. All the big stories, gossip, laughs and highlights from the biggest league in the world. Discussed by real, passionate football fans. And no footballing dinosaurs. You can join the evolution by searching Sports Social wherever you find your podcasts and hitting subscribe. And now find us on your Amazon smart speaker. Just say, Alexa, enable Sports Social for daily news updates on your team. Sports Social, a voice for fans. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.